Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And, of course, they have Junior Bergen T-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. At Blackfoot Communications, we're experts at keeping your business technology up and running. From networks and security to communications and 24-7 support, we evaluate your current state infrastructure and deploy the right technology solution for your future. Whether your company is just starting out or is looking to take the next step, Blackfoot is here to help. Call 866-541-5000 or visit goblackfoot.com slash business to learn more. From the Kurtz Polaris studio, here is Ryan Tutel and Coulter Nuanez. Then right now. That was hot. Came in hot. Really hot. It's Tutel Nuanez, 102.9 ESPN Radio. Outstanding to be with you on a very fine, what are we, Tuesday? No idea. <laughs> Good for you, man. That makes me proud of you right there. I mean, I don't know, man. I was having the greatest time ever when we were all... Uh, Working from home and quarantined. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Now I'm just, I'm just spinning. You got a lot done, and now you're here and you're getting nothing done. Uh, boys and girls, if you would like to listen live, you can do it on the web, 1029ESPN.com. You got a stream going. You can listen anytime you'd like to. The stream is available all the time thanks to Opportunity Bank. Opportunity Bank, your local bank, your opportunity. If you missed anything in the first hour, check it out on the podcast, the Tutel Nuanas podcast, available anytime you want to listen to it. It is there thanks to our friends at Blackfoot. It is also there thanks to our friends at Alpine Touch. By the way, the uh, podcast, rate, review, subscribe. Your favorite podcasting platform is very easily accessible anytime, anywhere as well. 361-3688, the phone number. All guests join us via the Rangich Brothers RV phone line, and that includes in... What, 30 minutes from now? Brand new Montana State commit out of Troy, Jace Fisher, lineman from uh, Troy, Montana, going to play over there uh, for uh, Montana State. So we'll have him on. Look forward to hearing his story, talking to to our first new recruit of the season a little bit. Uh, Colts, before we get into our blind sides here, a couple of things. Uh, first of all, we you heard the top 25 uh, uh, Athlon sports bit in the news, uh, and Tomorrow, we are excited to have Craig Haley on from uh, FCS, Stats FCS, and from Athlon Sports, uh, who is uh, central in putting these lists together. We had uh, uh, Sam Herter from Hero Sports last week with their preseason poll. We look at this preseason poll and uh, and kind of compare them. The only thing that's the same is the Grizzlies are at number seven in both polls, but Montana State is at five in the Athlon poll. They're at nine in the Hero Sports poll. Sacramento State in the Hero Sports poll, highest rank ranked Big Sky team at four. In the Athlon Bowl, they're the fourth-ranked Big Sky team at 12. It is Weber State, who is at 30 in the nation, the uh, highest-ranked Big Sky Conference team. By the way, uh, Eastern Washington, that 15th, uh, fifth team in at 18 and 20, respectively, between the two polls. Uh, the other thing we wanted to mention, and we just want to keep you know pushing this here, but you want to go play some golf for crying, for crying out loud. You do. You do. 
You do. You need to you need to start playing some golf, boys and girls. I'm very happy because, you know, you love to play golf. I know I always got a golf partner in you. Oh yeah. There are times you more than me, because you can go more than I can, where you'd like to maybe go play golf with somebody and sometimes the cupboard's a little dry on the golf partner, right? No doubt. My brother, who is on the record as saying he believes that hell is 36 holes of golf a day. Like, that's what he thinks. If you do all the bad things in life, you die, you wake up on a golf course, you got to play 36 a day. Your brother, your, your blood brother. My brother Austin. Awesome. Yes, that's his, that is his vision. Really? Now, he so, likes golf, I thought. that You know what I thought? I said, I hope he's right. I'm going to do whatever I want in this life now. <laughs> Get me into that spot. But the other thing is, uh, he sort of has come off that. He's starting to get into golf a little bit. And our good friend Tucker Sargent, he was good for a round or two a year. He's playing a couple times a week right now. I'm telling you, watch out, okay? Because if you're not really a golfer, if it gets its hooks in you, you're in trouble. That's all I'm saying. It's like former Montana State men's basketball coach Mick Durham. He'd never hire assistants that golfed. So if you're single and you golf, you are not working for me because that means you're not going to be working. Yeah, I think there's, uh, you know, maybe something to that. Uh, in any case, uh, the Coeur d'Alene Golf Resort, beautiful resort. Obviously, the hotel, the the, the golf course, on the lake, the whole thing. Uh, it's one of uh, the gems of the, the Intermountain Northwest, really the Northwest in general. Uh, and we are sending you and a friend, a loved one, a spouse, a significant other, a person, who, a brother perhaps, over to go play, uh, uh, stay there overnight in the hotel, and then uh, play around a golf for two on the uh, hotel or on the other uh, resort golf course. There, all you have to do is text in your best golf picture. Got a couple of really good ones today. Uh, I might add. I'm looking for you. Don't you haven't seen these yet, Coulter? It comes to me. By the way, these come just to me. They don't go anywhere else. Uh, but I'm looking forward to sitting down with you and going through. We got to carve out some time because we got quite a few to go through. But uh, we will take your entries. Until Thursday, through Thursday. This Thursday. Yep. yep. 200-8184 is the phone number that you text your best golf photo into. Area code 406-200-8184. Send us your best golf photo. And again, very broad here, okay? Yeah. It could be... We've gotten we've gotten things we've gotten newspaper clippings we've gotten movie clip like freeze frames we've gotten of course people themselves on courses we've gotten pictures of di- I mean it's it, I don't care we don't care what it is how it is maybe it's a golf ball rolling down a gutter next to your street and something happens I don't know but all I'm saying is just make it really broad but two hundred eight one eight four text those in and uh, and. How how easy can it possibly be for a great golf vacation weekend? I mean, come on. Corley Golf Course is absolutely beautiful. They will be adding caddies, which has been one of their trademarks for a long time, back into the mix. So by the time we send you out there, they'll have caddies up mm-hmm. and rolling. And we'll also throw a little bonus, too. We got our ESPN Missoula golf tees yeah. from, from our friends at Western Birch Tees, who proudly sponsor our podcast. But we'll throw in a pack of 50 of the finest birch tees you'll ever see with that. Fancy red and black 1029 ESPN Missoula logo. Very good. Outstanding. So there you go. Uh, you know, we're just trying to help people out. Okay. That's right. All right, Coulter, here's my blind side for you. You're okay. stoked about this. I am. I Okay. One thing I don't like about this is it's going to make you think, not in like a negative, like. Everything makes me think in a negative I, fashion. I, no, 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 no. But <laughs> like thinking is a good thing, obviously. But when you can't, like when the when it's so broad that you're like, well, really, you're going to put me on the spot with this? But this is what I want to know, okay? okay? Speaking of golf. Okay. You are playing in a foursome. Yep. Okay. You got all, you got three spots to fill. Okay. Who's it going to be? Anybody. Anybody. Yeah. Anybody. Could they be dead? You know, I was thinking about whether I was going to do historical figures with you. I mean, if we did historical figures, it would change mine. Um, I think we keep it maybe just a little current. That's That would be my thinking. Man. Okay, you want to hear... I, I needed to have a little bit more prep. I know, I know. That. This is not a great blind side. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. I'll give yeah, you yeah. mine. Okay? Okay, okay, I'm ready for yours. Okay. First, first one. And this is, again... There's so many people, seven and a half billion or whatever it is. It's sort of hard to say, you know, these three. But James Harrison would be on my list. And I'll tell you why. We talked about him last week, and I started thinking about James Harrison a little bit more. I have no idea if he golfs, and it doesn't matter to me if he does or if he doesn't golf. But 
James Harrison, is, let's put it like this. He is he's one of the most intimidating people to ever play any sport, certainly to play in the NFL. Okay? <laughs> would, he, would he even speak during the round? But here's, this is he why. He just bend his putter. This is why this this is, works for me. Did you see, you, you had to see, like in the lead up to the Super Bowl, him and uh, who's your favorite tight end? My favorite tight end? Yeah. Currently in the league? No, no, no. Just like in mo, mo, out of Maryland. Oh, Vernon Davis? Vernon Davis. Yeah. Him and Vernon Davis effectively announced their retire, retirement uh-huh. in a in a, a very funny like parody commercial where they're walking around in their bathrobes and swimming in the pool and having a grand time together because now they're no longer playing football. And this was like wrapped into some commercial or whatever. I mean, the creativity was off the charts. But it was the first time... Now, I know that James Harrison has done various things in terms of showing a little bit of personality that the I'm not look, nobody that's truly intimidating is faking it. That's part of what makes it intimidating. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. But that there's another side to him other than just this thing that you see on Sundays and then usually in between Sundays. And he was he was laugh out loud and it made me so curious. To he, like, I would love to see what is this guy who I would be very tepid around initially. What is he really like? What better place than a golf course to find this out about James Harrison? So I would take, for what it's worth, James Harrison. Uh, that's good. That, that's it. That's just one. You don't have a foursome to go with, no, James? I got one. That's it. Okay. It's your question anyway. Okay. Uh, I, I have I have three threesomes to golf with me. They're all three threesomes. So uh, this is my, my foursome includes myself. Yeah. Okay. So I got so three, three, I got three different ones okay. that, that all, uh, that all have something, uh, to do with each other. Oh, okay. So we're going to have, we're going to have something going on. See, I would, I, I might take, I might do something like a Bill Gates with a, with a, with a James Harrison. Right. And then, you know, perhaps some, some world leader or something like that. You know, oh, of course, Bill Gates actually is that, even though it's non-political as such. So maybe, maybe you take an act. You know, maybe it's a, maybe it's a, a a Brad Pitt or a Denzel type of deal to round it out. So hitting them all up. Maybe it's Tom Morello. You know, maybe we get Tom Morello out on the golf course. Let him, you know, play the air guitar for us on the on the 18 green. I don't know. That sounds pretty good. Bill Gates, Tom Morello. James Harrison, that's a, I mean I'm sounds pretty good. That's all I need. I'll okay. be all all done with that. Okay, so I got my I got my old Montana football foursome. <laughs> I'm playing I'm playing golf with Mike Kramer. Mike, a big human is big like, human. that's it. Here's yeah. the best part about Mike Kramer. Mike Kramer <laughs> is so opposed to golf that the last time he was a head coach in the Big Sky, they had the Big Sky kickoff golf tournament in uh I guess in north of, of Park City, Utah. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember the specific little town the golf course is yeah. at, but it was where the uh, Olympic cross country run was at back okay. during the Salt Lake Olympics. Kramer was so opposed to golf that he, did, he not only did he not even show up to the tournament, he rode his bike from Park City to Provo and back. <laughs> I ran into him. I said, Coach, missed you on the golf course today. Where were you up to? He goes, Oh, I rode to Provo and back. I said, well, uh, Rode what? I said, My bicycle. I said, <laughs> I said, Kramer, that's like, it's like 60 miles one way. He's like, Yeah. No, I had to get my work on. out. I don't know how I don't know how far Park City is, but he he really did. He really went on a extensive extensive bike ride okay. that day. I'm going Mike Kramer. I'm going Bob Green, former Montana uh, Tech head sure. coach. Yep. And I'm going Jack Johnson, former CMR head coach. Okay. Not Johnson oh, wow. because of the talking ability, because I want to hear Mike Kramer ask Jack Johnson every question that he could possibly ask him. So yeah. Put your your yeah, that's your journalist coming. That's right. right there. That's right. Okay. That's right. That's my Montana uh, football, football mm-hmm. threesome. My all-time reverence for you as a college football coach. I'm going Joe Paterno, okay. Tom Osborne, former Nebraska head coach, of course. and Sonny Holland, former Montana State head coach. All right, very good. You could sub in Sonny Holland for Don Reed because that would get you the grizz angle of that too. I think. What about just, Frosty Westering? But Frosty Westering would be good. The mighty I'm just thinking of kind of. I'm just thinking of the uh, the uh, all three of those men are, are very regal. Do you know what I mean? Like they're very. It wouldn't be the most boisterous or even funny. It would. You'd have to be tempered and yeah, polite. I would, that and, wouldn't be my threesome. No, I mean th- th- that. that's the one you play at six in the morning. <laughs> Kramer, Bob Green, and Jack Johnson. That's the one you play at three in the six afternoon. Night, yeah. Three in the afternoon, full cooler. Yeah, ready yeah. to roll. But my my noon threesome 
just to have the ultimate entertainment. I don't, I don't know if any of these guys play golf, but I, this is just from me watching every episode of The Shop, which I think is one of the most important and best shows on television. If you have HBO, watch The Shop. If you, yeah, want, new- if you want to understand the way that people from different races can relate and have an open, real, non-tactful I should, I should I should say non-predisposed discussion. Yeah. Watch the shop. Yeah. LeBron James and Maverick Carter produced the shop. They bring in guys from all different backgrounds, all different levels of entertainment, all different races, and they talk about serious things like race, like what's it like coming from where you come from, no matter where or who you are. So I would choose LeBron James, Maverick Carter, and Jamie Foxx. Because the Jamie Foxx episode on the shop I haven't laughed that hard in a long time, man. He is... I mean, the one with Kevin Hart is funny. The one with Chris Rock is funny. The one with Jamie Foxx is... It's just so funny. And I just... But I I think that the the part of LeBron James... We we talk extensively about praising him for not only his basketball abilities, but his ability to handle fame. He's done it second to none with the exception of Michael Jordan throughout his life, especially given the pressure he was under at a young age. But the, the part of that equation that doesn't get enough credit is Maverick Carter. So often when you come from uh, a disadvantaged area and you decide to rely upon your family or in this case your best friend, but I mean LeBron James and Maverick Carter are brothers at this point, right? Yep. But you decide to rely on that person. So often that goes awry and that's one of the things that leads to your downfall or it leads to the mismanagement of your enterprise. Maverick Carter is a brilliant person. When you listen to him on that show, his business acumen and just his foresight and the way he is, I mean, he is the CEO of LeBron Inc., right? Mm -hmm. I mean, LeBron's like number two in his own corporation because Maverick Carter has been the one that's helped them navigate the whole business side of things. I just have so much respect for him as a businessman. I would just love to talk to him and pick his brain just about all the things that he thinks and the way that they've navigated what has been just this omnipresent spotlight, and they've done it so well. Very good. Love it. Two-Tail New Orleans, 1029 ESPN Radio. Gus, the first meal I had outside my own home following the quarantine was at your house. Brought over a bunch of meat. I brought over my Alpine Touch, but I didn't bring it home. I forgot it at your place. Our first meal was made better, as every meal is made better, by Alpine Touch on basically everything. I put Alpine Touch hickory smoke on my cereal in the morning. <laughs> it's it's reached that level of usage. And the fact that you left it, I knew that you left it at my house. You brought it over, left it at my house. And like a real jerk, I said nothing to you because I was like, well, that's mine, dude. That's it. You came to my house. You left it in my house. And I'm eating all of it. We've gotten so far into this Alpine Touch obsession, I think, that I just think we might be able to host a podcast about all the things that you can make with Alpine Touch. It would be short, everything. (laughs) They have a bunch of different varieties of spices, as we know. Uh, They are local from the state of Montana, Shoto Shout Out Original Alpine Touch, and it's great when it's not just local, when it's not just supporting the state of Montana, but when it's also actually the best thing that you can get. I mean, when it comes to spices, uh, it's second to none. So, boys and girls, use your Alpine Touch. Colter, tell them where they can get it. AlpineTouch.com, no matter where you're at in the entire world listening to this, if you are in the United States of America and you make an order of over $50, which, you know, if you get yourself the Grand Slam and maybe some barbecue sauce, some sunflower seeds, you're there. Free shipping anywhere in the United States of America right now. Uh, so go to alpinetouch.com. They're rolling out all their summer Big Mountain flavor packages. The sunflower shoots are really, really good as well. Alpine Touch has got you covered. Alpine Touch, Montana's special spice. Coulter, I totally forgot this. Here we go. Your turn for a blindside. Okay, there. Somebody got hit. Somebody got blindsided. That was Love the deal. It. Okay, Love it. all right. Okay, this could be a, this could be a rapid fire, real quick, that turns oh into a good discussion. Okay, right? Because I think I'm pretty sure about your answers of this. So, so much of what we do, so much of the fun of what we do is is debating and, and analyzing legacy, right? Yes. We just got done watching the last dance. It was the savior for all of us sports fiends during the quarantine. <laughs> right. I watched every episode three times. I mean, I I would get done and watch them again, and yeah. then watch them the next day during lunch. Loved it. Thought it was so well done. I think that I know your answer, but who's the greatest NBA player of all time? It's Michael Jordan. It's not my answer. It's the answer. One and one and two. Sure. Greatest player of all time. When we talk about the NFL, we usually analyze the best players as either the best quarterback or then the best football player. Right. right? You can break it down into positions, but it's so hard to compare and contrast. Who's the greatest quarterback of all time? Man. 
that's it. That's a, that's a very good question. I mean, it's it's, it's Tom Brady, I guess. It's uh, he has the greatest resume. He has the greatest yeah. legacy to be determined. But I think when it's all said and done, we will consider him that. Outside of quarterbacks, who's the greatest NFL player of all time? I mean, what I I guess the guy that I'll characterize as the best at his position, who was, if I may say, more better than everybody else has <laughs> right. ever been, it's Jerry Rice, also potentially Lawrence Taylor. I think those are two very good answers, certainly. Yes. Okay, so we have pretty much consensus. Okay. When we talk about Major League Baseball, it's usually the best hitter and the best pitcher, right? Okay. So who's the Who's the greatest hitter of all time? Or when I when I ask you just who's the I goat mean, of baseball, who do you think of? What Ted Williams? Do you, is that who pops in your I mean, head first? I don't know. Because I, I, I do think it's I a mean, bit, Babe Ruth is the guy that everybody goat. I mean, right? You know, he did it both. But the, the, I think that's what makes baseball fascinating is there isn't that defined goat, and you right. can sit in a room with the Hank Aaron guy and the Ted Williams guy and the, the guys that are arguing for those guys, and everybody can have an argument. Yeah, right? I mean, Willie Mays is the guy that pops into my head first and foremost. Yeah, but the but the, the point is is that there, there's nothing like consensus, right? Of I mean, you you can have a guy who's the who is definitively the greatest hitter by average, the greatest hitter by sure. home runs, the the greatest pitcher by. ERA, the greatest pitcher by strikeouts, Nolan yep. Ryan, and all, all these things. Who's, who's the greatest pitcher of all time? I mean, what? Bob Gibson, Cy Young. Those are both good. Yeah. Roger Clemens. But I know mean, I, I Roger Clemens sure. is very tainted at this point, yep. but Roger Clemens, yep. to me, Roger Clemens, even pre-steroids, was unbelievable. I also think that if you're talking about transcendence, who was the most unhittable pitcher when he was at his best, it's too bad because he was not at his best for as long as so many other Pedro? guys. Pedro Martinez. Yeah. Pedro Martinez was the most unhittable in, in in a generation of fearsome hitters. Okay, so that's good. Those are those are all kind of rapid fire. Okay. So my question for you, yes, is those that's even more build up than your normal question. Well, those are the one, those are the sports that we analyze the most, yeah. right? And yeah. and right now, you know, if you are the greatest basketball player of all time, the greatest NBA player of all time, yeah. You're getting run as the greatest athlete of all time, right? Sure. So my question is, I want you to compare contrast. So I think you would agree that Michael Jordan is the best pro team sports athlete in American history. You talking about uh, right as an athlete? Uh, just, just well, he's, I mean, he's I mean, the goat of of the goats, right? Well, probably Wayne Gretzky. So that was my question. Okay. okay. So then we go into Wayne Gretzky. I think that okay. Wayne Gretzky, if you want to talk about more better, yeah. Wayne Gretzky is more better than any other player that's well, ever played team not, sports. It's not a question. It's not a question. Okay. Yeah. So you see, so out of the, the the first group there, you got you have Michael Jordan. He's winning the tournament of of these three prominent yeah. sports. Hockey's fourth, but yeah. they're still right there. Wayne Gretzky's the winner there, right? So now you have sure. this final four that includes Michael Jordan, Wayne Gretzky. Okay. So it's a two-part question. I want you to pick two other athletes from other sports besides football, basketball, baseball, and hockey. Okay. It can be individual or team sports. Okay. I want you to pick two others, and then I want you to tell me who's the best out of all of them. So you know, okay. in, ten- yeah. in tennis, you have yeah, yeah, yeah. Federer, Nadal, Jokic, Bjorn Borg, right. and uh, right. on the women's side, it's Serena Williams and Steffi Graf, pretty much out in front of everybody. In golf, you have Tiger Woods, Jack Nicholas, whoever else you might be able to come up with. The Olympics, Michael Phelps, Usain Bolt, um, some of the great women's gymnastics stars. Yeah. You know, soccer, you have Pele, Diego Maradona, excuse me, Diego Maradona, yeah. uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, Lionel Messi. He- so I have one for sure that's that's that I'm putting in there. That's Usain Bolt. Yep. So I'm taking him as the best, obviously the fastest recorded human in history. That's not a dispute, but also uh, what he did and the way he, he did it. So I'm putting Usain Bolt in there. And before you got to soccer, now I I I am never going to you know be accused of being a soccer historian okay so what Pele did what Maradona did like I'm aware of these guys and their their greatness on a global scale I have no idea what their quote numbers are how many goals Pele scored compared to you know Ronaldo or whatever it might be but as I've watched the soccer that I've watched, World Cups, various professionals and I've been watching actually more now that it's the sport that's actually going but Messi is on uh, when it comes to the, the the skills of the the way he does what he does it's just it's, it doesn't even seem possible when I watch him do what he does from time to time so 
I I will take Messi as the best soccer player, though I am certainly could be accused of being just completely wrong and out to lunch on that. That's fine. But I'll put Messi in there with that group. So Jordan, Gretzky, Messi, Usain Bolt. That's my four. And now you want me to pick the best of those? Yeah, give me the best. Well, I mean, the best is the the best is Wayne Gretzky. I agree. I mean, I think he's he, in terms of of what he I mean, did, ten, and he is, was he was a ten time MVP. Yeah. consider that. I I think that um, I I think Usain Bolt is probably two. Um. And then and then Michael Jordan is three, or maybe those those you know in in flipped order and. You know, that's I, I I don't even know that Messi is the best soccer player of all time. So I'm I'm sort of pulling him because of my personal amazement of him, rather than my knowledge of the accomplishments that he has, though they are vast, that suggest that he should be that guy. So I would have him fourth. Um, here's the thing to me: Usain Bolt is the obviousness of how much better he is than everybody else yes. is undeniable. And that's, again, to your point, the beauty of a sport like track and field. But to to win, to, to put the numbers up that he put up, but also to float the last 20 meters while looking around with your hands out because it's over at the halfway mark against the greatest sprinters in the world it seems beyond it's, it is beyond belief. Well, and it was the drama of it all as well because you talk about this kid. He burst onto the scene and just destroyed his first Olympics. Mm-hmm. But then he has then he becomes one of the most famous athletes in the world. Yes, yes. And he has all the pressure, all the pressure, and he suffers that injury at the World Championships about eighteen months out from the Beijing Olympics. Mm-hmm. And he comes in, no one knows if he's going to be healthy. How's this guy ever going to top what he did last time? Was it just a flash in the pan? Even if he wins gold again, there's no way he can outdo himself. And then he breaks everybody's brains. You can't even comprehend how fast this guy runs. And and that moment in Beijing, yeah. on the, you know under the lights. I mean, that is one of the great sporting moments in the history of competition. Period. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And for him to blow the doors off like that, but then to him, for him to sustain. There's never been a guy that sustained for more than ten years like Usain Bolt, and then to come out and win gold again. Unbelievable. 100, 200, the whole... The, the, the sweep. The, the, the sweep. The, the 100, sweep. the 200, the relay. It's it's uh, it's amazing. And so... And it was... I, I'm i also uh, uh, probably disposed to him because it's so stirring. I mean, it's... it's in, there, there is no other sport like the 100 meters and then the 200 as well. I mean, games are 48 minutes in the NBA. They're 60 minutes in hockey. They're 90 minutes in soccer. You, this takes time to develop. And, like, you know, you have these brilliant moments within them, but they're not contained like that where it's just boom, over, done. The only thing that comes close is, like, in his prime Mike Tyson where his fights lasted about as long as Usain Bolt. 200 meter but that i mean it's it's to to watch him do what he did that's that's uh that's pretty much at the top for me but it's still gretzky in terms of the 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 breadth of of the career that he had i mean put it like this you say bolt does not have the most gold medals of anybody not even the most gold medals of any track carl lewis with the jumping that he was doing the triple i mean you know so there is nothing that Wayne Gretzky doesn't have and have by by forever in front of everybody else. Part of it is probably a sign of the times right now, but it's also just kind of the way that my brain operates as well. I think that what's going on culturally, what's going on socially, what platform were you provided, what doors were broken down before you rose to prominence, that has an influence to me in terms of legacy. I think Michael Jordan is absolutely undeniably one of the greatest competitors that's ever walked the earth. And he's definitely one of, uh, he, he, he in my mind is the greatest NBA player of all time, but I do think that he's he's not necessarily the most important, although he's right there. I think Bill Russell owns wears the crown of being the most important. And I think that also Michael Jordan, he had to mow down an unbelievable set of opponents, but he did not have to mow down an unbelievable set of barriers. 
And to me, that's why he would be outside of my top four. Wayne Gretzky is undeniable is undeniably great. There is no barriers that Wayne Gretzky faced. He, he is, you know, he he had about as seamless of a career. I mean, he's he's the he's the handsome Canadian who took the took America by storm. And I mean, have you seen the King's Ransom, the thirty mm-hmm. for thirty? I mean, it's when when he was traded south of the border, how impactful that was to the NHL. Yeah. You know, when he got traded to an American team in a major market, huge. I mean, it was a transcendent moment for the NHL. But other than that, Wayne Gretzky was just he was just un- peerless in his greatness. That's it. Yeah. I got Gretzky in. My other four or my other three would be Usain Bolt. Oh, really? Absolutely. Okay. All right. Serena Williams, mm. because I think Serena Williams yeah. is the greatest female athlete that's ever lived. Yeah, and I hadn't, I, I hadn't, I hadn't considered Serena, but I certainly should have. And and you're, you win on that one. I mean, her, her extended yeah. greatness, as well as you talk about a, a sport with barriers. Racial barriers are so profound. But so are affluent barriers, and for her to come, there there is no real, really other story of anybody besides the Williams sisters coming from disenfranchised backgrounds, as African Americans, and and rising to any level of pro tennis promise, let alone to become two of the greatest. And in Serena Williams' case, in my opinion, the greatest female athlete that's ever lived. I mean, is it in quite? I think it's in less question than Michael Jordan. In terms of tennis, certainly, but is, I mean, is she the greatest female athlete? Period. Because oh, I think I she's the greatest female athlete. Period. Yeah, I mean, she she might be. I'd have to think. I'd have to think. I mean, the fact it. that she's still winning. I mean, this has been a unbelievable story for twenty years, and she is still one of the four best players in yeah, the world. Yeah, it's crazy. So I, I got Wayne Gretzky, Serena Williams, Usain Bolt, and then my fourth. Although I do think that Messi is amazing. I think that Ronaldo has changed soccer from a endorsement financial perspective and just from the just his his star more than almost anybody and Pele I mean when you read about Pele and just how prolific he was and and the barriers that he broke down as well they're all amazing but I watched a documentary during quarantine about Diego Maradona (laughs) and if you have HBO you should watch it it is it's it's two and a half hours long it's all in subtitles but once you get rolling on it you'll be able to keep up but what Diego Maradona meant to the Argentinian Argentina. people yeah. to Argentina wasn't they were not on the world stage until he made them on the world stage and he was his career was ripe with controversy but to be able to lead Argentina to multiple world cups and have the career he did but then to resurface as the coach and the the icon that he is and the the star he was on the global stage i don't think americans realized it yet cuz soccer had not hit the mainstream in america during that time but the, i mean the guy is literally a god in this movie i mean it's crazy watching this documentary the fanfare he receives when he's purchased to play club ball in italy i mean it's like the beatles i mean yeah. people are fainting when they're seeing diego maradona the controversy adds to it as well, but you know, just in terms of, of the ins and outs, and I mean, obviously Muhammad Ali could be in this conversation as well, but I just I, I think it's an interesting conversation when you talk about the preset barriers that maybe you had to break down to attain the level of greatness that you attain. Stutel Nuanas, 102.9 ESPN Radio. Good stuff, Coulter. Take a quick break on the other side. Jace Fisher, lineman out of Troy, Montana, committed to go play his college football at Montana State. We'll talk to him about all things football, and commitment next. At Blackfoot Communications, we're experts at keeping your business technology up and running. From networks and security to communications and 24-7 support, we evaluate your current state infrastructure and deploy the right technology solution for your future. Whether your company is just starting out or is looking to take the next step, Blackfoot is here to help. Call 866-541-5000 or visit goblackfoot.com slash business to learn more. You tell Nuanas 1029 ESPN Radio. You know, we try to keep tabs on everything that's going on around, uh, well, everywhere, especially the state of Montana, especially football. And so that's what we're going to do now. It's our prep extra segment. 
It's brought to us by the Farmer State Bank. Farmer State Bank is open for business. They have taken appropriate steps to protect your safety and the safety of their employees. Farmer State Bank, your Montana bank since 1907. You see the Bob Marley paintings in the barber shop that was next to the coffee shop where we had coffee on Sunday morning? Okay, you're taking me way back. Sunday morning, we had <laughs> two, coffee. Two at days the coffee ago, shop. man, big time. Okay, remember the coffee shop? <laughs> I don't remember the. I don't remember the building next to the coffee shop. Okay, so where you were sitting, you actually had your back to it. There was oh, a you, little in hallway, that, inside and there the was place. like three barber chairs. It looked you like know, there was I, a little barber shop. No, I didn't. see But they them. had two of the coolest and most unique Bob Marley paintings I've seen. There were right. portraits of his face, but they were painted in like bright colors. So mm. it wasn't just normal skin tones and stuff like that. It was in the like psychic, your shirt, kind of. Sort, of. sort of, like psych, Salmon. psychedelic colors. Uh, but they were super cool. It was They were really awesome. Well, really I'll cool. drive back to Coeur d'Alene and see if I can get another look. Uh, it is time now. We go to the Rangish Brothers RV phone line. We welcome in a lineman out of Troy, Montana, who's just recently made his commitment to play football for Montana State, Jace Fisher. Jace, thanks so much for being here, man. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. We're certainly happy to have you on. We appreciate it very much. Jace, let's talk a little bit about Troy here, okay? At Troy, you're this is eight-man football now at Troy. Is that right? That is right, yeah. Now, don't mind me saying, you go three bills. Am I right? 305, <laughs> Jason, what we got you penned for? Is that accurate? That is accurate. Okay, here's what, here's what I want to know. In eight-man football, Seriously, those is, is what is the what is the role? What is the key to being an, an offensive lineman, a defensive lineman in the eight man game over and against the eleven man game? Like, is is there any difference? Is it exactly the same? Like, what is it? How does it work for you? Uh, honestly, going from eleven man to eight man, it's it's speed. It's the run game. Have you played a lot of eleven man? I mean, I'm sure you've been to some camps and things like that. I mean, what what notices what differences do you notice when you're specifically playing it? Uh, well, I played eleven man for a little bit, not very long, but uh, I've noticed that the game it feels like it speeds up. No question. Well, t- take us through your recruiting t- with Montana State. It seems like they offered you just recently, and you jumped on board right away. And it seems like Montana State, with four straight wins over the Grizzlies and uh, some momentum right now in this current recruiting class. I mean, you, I think, were the fourth kid from Montana in the last 10 or so days. You know, joining Jace Fitzgerald and Kate Cutler and Eli Abbey. All you guys kind of committed boom, 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 boom. What was the recruiting process like for you? When did the Cats first land on your radar, and what made you want to become a Bobcat? Uh, the recruiting process, it was kind of, it was definitely different because of the whole pandemic and everything. So it was a lot of, uh, a lot of like social media, talking to the coaches like that through social media and text, but they just showed that that was like my home. I wanted to stay in Montana and they, and as soon as they offered me, I was like, I know that's the place I want to be. I want to be a cat. When you're following, you know, social media, the information is so much more readily available these days than you know, when we were growing up and you see, a guy tweet, I'm, I'm excited, I'm going to Montana State. And when they are guys, you know, small school guys, particularly like Cade Cutler from Flint Creek, I mean, did that have an influence on you, knowing that there were some other Montana guys that had, had recently committed as well? Uh, yeah, I'd say it put a little bit of influence on me because, I mean, like you think about the small towns, you don't get recognized as much. So noticing that another small town is getting recognized and it's like it opens up your eyes a little bit more like, okay, these schools are looking at these smaller towns, you know? Jace Fisher joining us, lineman out of Troy. He's going to Montana State, just committed to play uh, football for Montana State. And uh, and Jeff Chote, I'm wondering this, Jace, when when you're taking a look, you know, it's easy to look at a full program and the whole the school and the head coach and where you're going to play in the stadium and all that kind of stuff. But how much do you also look at the specific position that you expect to play? I mean, you're 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 a lineman that you're going to stay being a lineman, and how much do you pay attention to? Okay, who's my position coach? What who are the guys that are there ahead of me? And and what is the sort of uh, process of being uh, you know an offensive or defensive lineman at this school? How much do you look at that? I look at it quite a bit because you want to make sure you know where you're going to be. You want to have that connection with your the, your position coach, and you want to know the guys that are ahead of you so you can have that conversation with them and be like, all right, I see what you're doing, so I can follow in their footsteps as well. Have you called up you know, the, the guys Mitch brought and said, hey, I'm coming for you. I'm coming for your spot. That's what I want right here. Have you done that yet? No, I have not, but I mean, I'm, I'm working up the courage. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, I love it. Well, one of the most fun parts about cover recruiting from from our seat is just uh, when kids realize that goals like this are attainable. So when you, so I, mean, I was talking to Tommy Campbell last, uh, I guess this last spring. He's from Columbus, Montana, and he was talking about how you know he re- never really considered that he might be able to play Division One football until. You know, he went to a camp, and then all of a sudden, his guy, high school coach said, "Hey, man, if you work for this, you can you can get there." Was there a moment where you realized that chasing Division One football was an attainable goal? And if so, who kind of helped you along? Who's influenced you in helping you reach, reach the level to get a chance to, to come and play for the Cats? Honestly, it's, uh, I have to say it's my family. I mean, I realized that I like I had the body size, I had the stature, and it was my family that drove me and drove me, and it was all in my heart. It was just. I knew I wanted to play D1. It was just a matter of fact of getting there, and I realized it was starting to become a reality and not so much just my, a dream. You know, when it, when it comes to the time that you make that commitment and you say, this is what, you know, I want to do, this is where I want to go, uh, and you still got, you know, time up, but is there communication then that happens between the coaches, whether it's position coaches, head coaches, coordinators, et cetera, that say, okay, this is what we want you to focus on, this is what we want you to look at, whether it's, you know, from the weight room perspective, whether it's from, you know, the health and dietitian stuff, whether it's from a football perspective. Do they get into that with you at all yet and say, let's start working on this stuff with you? Uh you know, there's been some small, smaller talk about it, but not not really. It's just been more building the the connection between each other. You know, making the decision before your senior year. I know everything's kind of up in the air now, but we are optimistic that we will have football in Montana. I really hope we do, uh, and I think I think we will. But the fact is, that you still have a, a high school season left to play. So, did that relieve some pressure for you, just in terms of concentrating on your senior year? Yeah, it definitely did because I. I was kind of, you know, going into the recruiting process. It can be stressful sometimes, but now that I'm committed, I can work on my schooling more. I can work on me and getting stronger at my game and then being able to present that to the MSU coaches. From a school perspective, that's one thing that I know Jeff Cho and his staff have really used heavily to try to find kids that are good academic fits. Have you considered what you might want to study and did the academic side of things at Montana State have an influence on you as well? Uh, so I decided I want to study around like the physical therapy uh, process and uh, just like therapy in general. Do you like what Montana State has to offer in that realm? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Jace Fisher joining us, lineman from Troy, heading to Montana State to play college football. Still got a year at Troy left, and I'm wondering about that. You know, obviously you, you haven't been in school. You're going to go into your senior year, and hopefully it all comes back together you know, the way that we want it to in terms of actually going to school, playing football and all that kind of stuff. But how much do you think it's going to be, you know, on one hand a cool thing, but on another hand maybe a motivator to say, okay, I'm already committed to play Division One football and yet you still have a senior year to play out in front of you. How big a deal do you think that'll be maybe for your teammates and also maybe guys that you go play against? Um, I would say it's just uh, it's definitely been a motivator because with everything been going on, it's just it's kept me like headstrong and it's kind of pushed me more to be just more sound and stronger. Is that the, your biggest goal here in terms of individual goals? Getting ready to come to Montana State is, is just the strength and, and physical attributes that go along with it. Uh, yeah, I'd say so, and it's just a like person, like just personality-wise too. Just being a better person all around. Well, Jace, we appreciate you being here with us. We wish you the best here in your senior year coming up uh, at, at Troy and also uh, beyond in Bozeman at Montana State, okay? Appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me, and go Cats. All right. Jace Fisher, new recruit from Montana State, going over to uh, MSU. Again, I just finished. I guess he's just finished now. There, We're done, right? It's all done? Finished the school year? Yeah, the school year would be done regardless, I think, right? I think so. Graduation would have June happened. 2nd? This might have actually been the last week for non seniors. For junior, so maybe he's this might be the maybe last week. Maybe he's still a junior for a couple right, more days. Right. All right. But fun little series we're putting together here. Uh I mean, as always, we cover recruiting on both sides of the greatest rivalry in the West. And uh, as in state commits come in from Montana, we will 
uh, certainly report on those as well. But Montana State, they just had sort of this this run. So we're going to just do some short little interviews with get, and get the kids. And so tomorrow, Jace Fitzgerald from Dillon will join us at 4.30. And then Elijah Reynolds from Red Lodge will join us at 5.30. And then on Thursday, Eli Abbey will join us at 5.30. He's from Laurel. And then on Friday, we will welcome in Cade Cutler, a star at Flint Creek. He's from Phillipsburg originally. He's the son of Mike Cutler, who's been the Flint Creek head coach for the last several years. Uh, he'll join us at 5.30 on Friday. Stutel Nuwanas, 102.9 ESPN Radio. This has been our prep extra segments brought to us by the Farmer State Bank. Everyone experiences a crisis differently. Tell Farmer State Bank what kind of help your family needs right now online at FarmersEBank.com. Quick break. On the other side, we'll wrap things up on a Tuesday afternoon. Coulter, during this time where we got to be a little bit socially distanced, it's nice to know we can get out on the links and play a little bit of golf and nobody better than Western Birch to get your round started right. That's right. Golf's been definitely one of my favorite pastimes during quarantine times. And it's recently landed my new Western Birch customized golf tees. Go check out Western Birch golf tees at westernbirch.com. These classy golf tees are made of 100% white birch hardwood and printed with high quality color right here in the United States. A company founded right here in Montana. These durable wood golf tees, perfect way for you to market your business. Just think, anytime you break a tee, your brand is sitting on the tee box forever. You can hand them out to your clients, your buddies, your golf partners, whoever. Great way to earn top-of-mind awareness while also playing a sport we all love. Again, you can check out all the cool designs online at westernbirch.com. Add your logo on a 1,000 of any of their tees for $150 delivered to your door. Give them to clients, friends, watch them get impressed by the quality of the look of a simple golf tee and by your creativity. Give Western Birch the opportunity to show you what they are talking about. Email and ask for Chad at info at westernbirch.com, info at westernbirch.com, or follow on Instagram and Facebook, westernbirch.com. Welcome back to Tell Nuanas, 1029 ESPN Radio. I know you had a story. What was it about? I got a story, though, too. What was my story about? Well, I don't know. Remember it was about was... voting. No, I had a different story. Okay, hold on. I got some things I got to do here. He's Colton Nuanas. I'm Ryan Tutel. Together, we are Tutel and Nuanas on 1029 ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Great to be with you. Excited about this. We uh, are all over the World Wide Web. Is podcasting on the web now let me say that differently i know podcasts are on the web okay you can listen to the two telling nuanas podcast at 10290spn.com i'm not asking that podcasts as such is it part of the web or is it something else like the the platforms apple podcasts is that the world wide web yes because at, at the and it's in its essence, the internet is packet sharing. The information that's being the given to you is happening in the same way. The, the archaic nature of the internet is you have a, archaic nature of the internet. What, what are, are you kidding uh, me? I'm talking, I'm talking about the, the future, the, the origins of the internet. Oh, I see. Okay, you have a packet here at this personal computer, this PC, zeros and ones, and then you have this packet here, setting up a network so those packets can be exchanged is the origins of the World Wide Web. Gotcha. Apple Podcasts itself is a hosting network, but then it's part of the World Wide Web because it then packet shares the information within it. Man, I can't believe Al Gore pulled this off. <laughs> Two Tell the One is 1029 ESPN Radio. Uh, okay. Uh, anyway. I had a story. We got I can't all our remember. podcasts. You can go listen to them wherever you want. I guess they're a part of the web. The Two Tell Nuanas podcast available all the time thanks to our friends at Blackfoot and Alpine Touch. It is Tuesday. It is uh, 6.52 and change, which means... 5.52 and change. Right. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, what, you know, what? I was so focused on the minutes and seconds. Your phone would be ringing off the hook wrong. if it was 6.52 Man, and change. Man, isn't that the case? Maybe 6.02 and change. <laughs> uh, in any case... 
Uh, I missed something good in here because I said no. Well, I mean, you missed the whole show for the first three days of the week. So I don't even know how many days have have there been this week. This is day two. I don't even. Well, unless you include (laughs) Sunday, the whole weekend thing. Can we talk about this? Yeah. All I was going to say is the new show's on the trail. That's right. And if you want to check out the podcast for the new show, that's also on the Missoula Broadcasting Podcast Network. I have always viewed weekends as you got your week and then you got the end of the week. It's Saturday and Sunday. It's at the end. I am aware of the fact that that that's not how the calendar sets it up. And the weekend is like a bookend where you got Sunday on the front end of the week and Saturday on the back end of the week. And it rolls through like that. So even though the days kind of go in a spiral or a circle and unite on the backside they're actually the weekend is separated by five days sunday here monday through friday and then saturday over here talk about something that needs to be upgraded all right how old is the calendar how far back are we talking here i mean i they believe jesus right it that's more it, than that though. well right julius, the julius and caesar's all the way. i mean you get you go Rome. back to the well you go to the south america inca aztec right, mayan right. all that but the current calendar we are on is very similar to the roman calendar right you think they ever had great pictures of kittens on their calendars <laughs> i think maybe they didn't what a travesty we've walked into. Hey, get your get your feline off of the the picture of the thing. Oh man, every time we invite Tommy in here, this thing just goes all the way it's great. off. Great. This rails. is why you've been on the air for so many years. That's right. I occasionally That's right. show. Did you up. have something to say? Why are you here? What's going on? I'm just proud on? of you, man. I heard the coffee situation yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I'm proud of you for keeping it in the it's cup, disaster. man. Yeah. We were trying to fix the tower, <laughs> and I had to stop the truck and stop driving because I was howling, laughing. <laughs> I have been in all of those situations. Situations. Yes. You should be Still way more coffee. proud of us that we had a two-tail Nuanas from start to finish with neither you or Reese within 20 miles of this building. That yeah. is a miracle. At We've the, invested a stupid amount of money in technology to make that possible. Right. It's too. not it's technology. Still, we still it's had archaic. to press all the buttons. <laughs> They're just Ryan <laughs> had to get on the FaceTime and press the correct yeah, buttons did, and did. then keep them that way. It was, it was not Oof. easy to do. Uh, all right. Well, I so... Am I am I right in this though? The weekend is just the end, right? Monday is the first day of the week. That's why it's such a disaster. Thursday's the end of the week. Friday's a throwaway day. You know, I I was in college before I got to that level, but I was with you. Like where I realized, you know what? It's Thursday. It's a good day. Yep. yep. You know where I'm at now? It's Tuesday. It's a good day. <laughs> huh? Let's enjoy a Tuesday for crying out. These are the days where I go home and I look around. I go, everybody in the car. Everybody in the van, we're going on a drive. Where are we going? I don't know, but here's what's not going to happen. My house getting wrecked anymore. <laughs> Where it, now you're in a contained... The best thing about cars and cars... I don't know why people, you know, they used to hate car seats and stuff. This is the greatest thing in the world. It's a legal cage to hold your child at bay. You take, Give it a snack and a stuffy and <laughs> let's ride. Just tell them that you're on your way to couch, to shop for couch pillows. Yeah, Go. Yeah. That's what I need. You need matching. Yeah, some yeah. more decorative duvet covers and other very useful things to go with the cat calendars I've got. Get them all out of here. Stacked up by the trim in the basement, I presume. Sarah Spain is next. Freddie and Fitzsimmons in an hour and at 103.3. The trail coming up in less than five minutes. Yep. The new show, the Walking best show on the radio the with Tommy Evans. Boys and girls, thanks for being here. Fun Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow. Two-Tail Nuanas ESPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.